0: Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels love as they surround you right now and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis, and I recently had so much fun. Um, if you listen to Monday's episode, you know that I interviewed the ladies over from the De Luna podcast. They talk all about human design and they really taught me all about um, from their new book, how my human design works. And I was just shocked at how spot on it was. So I ended up having, um, actually they had me on their podcast and it was just so fun to continue to connect with these beautiful, beautiful souls and I wanted to air this episode because for those who are new to the podcast, it's a good introduction to who I am. Um, but we really had just a ton of fun talking about angels and really bringing through angel messages for both of them throughout the entire show. So if you're ever like, what is a session with Julie like? What comes through? Today's episode is going to give you uh, a good insight into that. And I highly recommend checking out the DeLuna Human Design Podcast by Dana and Shayna. They have a new book out. It's incredible. And here's today's
1: episode. Hope you enjoy it. Have fun, friends. Okay. So without further ado, let's welcome on our special guest for the day, Julie Jansis. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? So excited. I just had you
0: two on over at my podcast learning all about human design and it couldn't have been like a more spot on reading. So I am just still glowing from our session together.
1: Oh, awesome. Me too. Honestly, last night I was watching your videos and looking at your content and I was feeling like I love my life. I feel so blessed that I get to connect with such amazing, beautiful beings with such beautiful energy. So I was really looking forward to this and it's been just such a fun day connecting. So we are excited to learn from you about all things angels and enhancing our intuition and hearing about your journey. It's just so special and so fascinating to us. So I'd love if we could start off by you just introducing yourself and sharing with our audience a little bit about what it is that you do share and teach.
0: Yeah. So my name is Julie Jancis, and I am the angel medium. I had this experience where my dad passed away, and I started hearing from him a month before family kind of reached out to let me know. What happened was I was from his first marriage, and he was on his third marriage when she when he passed. And we weren't talking for certain reasons. He had a lot of fun in his life here. My dad, he was always like kind of sleeping around on different people. I caught him cheating on my mom a couple of times. So I held this really strong moral bounds and tried to come back and reconnect with him a couple times through life, but just couldn't connect on some of the moral stuff. So set a boundary and pushed him to the side and you know his third wife just thought that I was a bad kid so she didn't call to let us know and it was an entire month. He passed on August 5th I started hearing right away every time I brush my daughter's hair she needs a hairbrush like I used she needs a hairbrush like I used it would repeat within my head and I remember having this secondary thought which was, this isn't me. My, if I tell my mom, if I tell my husband, they're going to like lock me up. I, I don't want that to happen. So I'm just going to keep this information to myself. <laughs> um, so fast forward an entire month, I am at work in my corporate office, uh, actually a friend's office. We're having a meeting and I keep getting these phone calls. I know something's wrong. So I take the phone call hear that he has passed and out of my third eye uh, have this vision of him combing my hair as a little girl inside his bathroom. And I remember, remember for the first time in like 20 years, he used a different type of hairbrush that I had not remembered. It was a wooden handle with these boars bristles. And he was saying, he needs a hairbrush like I used because my kid has his hair type and um, wow. it just dawned on me. And I verbalized out loud. I said to my coworker, my dad's been talking to me and she goes, you got to figure this out. So... <laughs> with different spiritual teachers. And um, the very first time that I was working on an energy healing session with another client, their spirit team was right there, angels, guides, and loved ones with messages. And you're not trying to kind of bring emotion out of people. I was just delivering the message. Some things that just sounded um, kind of basic to me, but then just tears, you know, poured down and it felt so fulfilling to be able to channel information and bring information through from the other side that really impacts and changes people's lives.
2: Wow. I am blown away by that story. So I'm just so curious, how old were you when, when your dad passed away? So this is the
0: crazy thing, too. You know how people will ask, you know, psychic mediums, uh, well, did you have this your whole life? You don't realize, you know, you just think that everybody hears things the way that you do. You don't realize as you're growing up, no, everybody doesn't have that voice within their head that's just talking to them and then they're taking action on it. Um, So I knew that I would write a book one day. And in my 20s, I kept praying, you know, God, just give me the topic of the book. I'll go write the book. And every time I prayed that prayer, I heard, when you're 33, when you're 33. And my dad passed when I was 33.
2: (gasps) Oh, Oh, my God. That is
1: amazing.
2: Yeah, absolutely incredible. And, And it's so true that when you're younger and even in general you know you think that something's normal because it's your experience and that's why we think we're not special is because it's like oh everybody must feel that and that's probably why we have a lot of you know there's so much information coming out on mental health and and awareness spiritual health because we just assume that whatever we're experiencing everyone else is and really, that's not always the case. And so it's so powerful. Dana and I both lost our fathers right before we turned 30 and within two years of each other. And that's been such a a deep, spiritually deep experience for us as well. And I think that when you go through loss of any kind of like that magnitude, I feel like losing a parent um, is always a significant loss, but it's I don't know. It's like this connection, at least in my own experience, this connection that everyone just says like, you know, they're always with you and you feel that as truth, but in our like, you know, society, it's like, yeah, they'll say that, but it's like, okay, but what does that really mean? And people don't, you know, they write that off as like, you know there's no such thing as ghosts or ta- or mediums or talking to your angels and you know whatever but at the same time on the other side of that they'll say like they're always with you you know when someone passes and it's like okay you're right and how can we tap into that more how can we lean into that more and connect more with our angels and our guides so i just that's such a profound experience and now here you are with with your book so incredible so i'm curious to know you know what kind of happened after that experience to tapping in with angels and guides and, and how is that kind of daily experience for you since?
0: Yeah. So how do both of you experience your own intuition? Cause we were talking about this when I interviewed you over on my podcast, but you know, when you experience your intuition, we were talking about for me it's a knowing, like I get an immediate hit. I know right away, boom, that's it. I don't have to question it. I just know it's like very concrete. When you get that intuitive hit, is it the same way for you? Is it different for you?
1: So I was going to say for me, it's a little bit more subtle than that. It's not like a consistent knowing. Um, for me, the biggest place I get my intuition is actually from my dreams when I'm sleeping. That's been the number one place where I've connected with my dad, with my brother that's passed away. Um, like I get very, very oh, powerful.
0: Just say, Dana. Oh my God. I'm not like writing anything down. Brother on the side. <gasps> uh brother do you see it like it says bro yeah. bro" on the other side dana
1: wow uh wow it, i'm not instantly <laughs> crying. <laughs> wow
0: yes oh my goodness I gotta talk because they, they're both there when you were talking um shana about your dad's being there dana's dad stepped forward first and then immediately right next to him was another younger person who passed before his time and he had like Sometimes I see things written and I saw a brother.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. that's yeah. so, so we're going to talk
0: about that. But still, keep going. <laughs> yeah, well, I was
1: just going to say that was the biggest place unlocking in my intuition was in my sleeping dreams. I had these visitations from them that is just so clear it wasn't a dream. It was like I felt them. I could almost smell them. I could feel their aura and such special experiences. So after having that connection... Then in my waking life, when I would see certain signs or certain things activated from the conversation that they shared, it was a feeling of knowing, but a lot more subtle. Like it was uh, sometimes I get like, you know, a voice or something that's repeating, but that's usually when I'm connected to someone who has a really strong intuition. Like one of our friends is a psychic medium. And when I even just text her or think about her, sometimes something will come in for me. So my intuition is not always there, always strong, but there's moments where it comes in so so strongly. Yeah, and for me, I really feel I've definitely had some dreams where
2: it's like not a dream. It's it's connecting with, you know, my dad and it's so real. I've also had dreams like that connecting with my future child um where I'm pregnant and I can feel them in my belly and I they're like talking to me. You wrote down Shana, kids. Oh my gosh. Um, So I can feel them. I like hear them that muffled sound, you know, when you're underwater, I can hear them like making noises to me in my dream. And it's so real. And my dad's a part of it in some way where I, it's just like this, this real connection that's, it's hard to explain. And so anyways, I've definitely had moments like that, but in my daily life, my intuition comes in through talking and I have this, you know, routine where I'll sit outside in like my meditation area and I'll just talk and sit there. And I often will feel like literally feel the presence of my dad or my guides, um, my ancestors or angels or whatever you want to call them. But I feel this presence around me as if they're just sitting there with me and That It just feels so supportive and like dropped in and meaningful and powerful. So that's like the main way that I kind of connect with my guides every day, but I don't ever get, you know, clear messages except for here and there throughout my life. I've gotten like one or two, but I don't ever get like an audible or anything like that. Um, It's more so just when I'm talking, something will come through.
0: friend do you ever wonder if you're in the right career do you find yourself thinking there's got to be more to life than this do you want to know why god universe source called your soul here now find out who you really are i'm teaching a brand new course with all new content to help you find your purpose in 30 days Class begins October 1st or watch the replay at any time. Find the clarity, direction, fulfillment you've been searching for. The class is called Find Your Purpose in 30 Days. For early bird pricing, use the coupon code early bird purpose. Sign up today at theangelmedium.com. Also, the winner of this month's free reading with me is in the show notes leave a five-star positive review of my podcast or book, and you could be next month's winner. So you're both talking about the different forms, though, of intuition. I believe that every single person is intuitive, that we're all intuitive in different ways, some people in multiple different ways. And Dana, where you're really feeling the presence through your dreams and you both wake up and you know that those dreams are real, you felt it, that was a visitation dream that you both had separately. And that is you really like your soul traveling to another plane of existence, Their soul coming down to meet your soul and you really had that experience and it wasn't here. It was on a different plane. They will make sure everybody has a spirit team. Everybody has angels, guides, loved ones that are constantly looking out for them. And because we've lived so many more lifetimes than we think that we have, we have a much larger soul family on the other side than most of us realize, those souls are going to come through your intuition at big, points within your life, big moments within, within your life where you're blocking yourself because a lot of us do that where like, Shana, can we use you for an example? Like, uh, cause not everybody has the same types of fears and different things happening within them. But one of the things that your dad said is when your dad passed a bit after your soul kind of said to it itself or to your humanness, or your humanness said to your soul, hold the phone. I want a partner. I want a family. I want it all to come together, but I didn't sign up for this shit where I'm going to lose my partner at such an early age. I am here for the long haul. Like I want a long life with my children and my partner. And that's what's special to me in this lifetime. And what can happen is if your dad passed, young and that becomes a fear and anxiety within you that you're attaching to, it can become a blockage to you bringing in those children and that family life because you don't want it to head in the direction that your egoic mind is talking about. When in fact, what your dad just sat down and did is he sat down in the Akashic Records and he opened up your life plan and he goes, will you tell her it's in here? That her life path is completely different from mine and the worry is unfounded. Right? The worry is stemming from a lie within your head, not based on truth. The truth is that when you look at your records and your life plan, you're here for a long time. You have very, um, your dad just said that you've been working for the last three lifetimes on what you're accomplishing in this one. It's a culmination. And you're really here to just, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay you're really here just to enjoy the shit out of it, right? Like you're kind of taking a break after this. I won't say that you're not going to have another lifetime, but you've been working for a really long time to get to this point. Mm -hmm. You've got an incredible life here. And then you're taking some time off. But this is a long time because there's things that you want to do here. He keeps showing me travel too. There's Like when you see your kids, when you see your family, you see yourself doing a lot of travel, a lot of overseas travel to different places. And he said, it's all, it's all in there. It's all happening. And that's where spirit also says some things are a hundred percent. And I can tell you some things aren't, some things are like 80, 20, because you of your free will haven't chosen them yet. This is something that's a hundred percent. You having that perfect partnership, the kids coming in. you have very clear. what was that movie with Will Smith, King Something? King Arthur? King Arthur. It's not to the point where you have like an entire plan written for them, but you have very distinct in your mind, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this. And you have it all mapped out. And he's like a hundred percent, like this is already not stuff that you chose of your free will here, but what your soul chose on the other side before you came here.
2: Wow. Wow. I'm just, blown away because I've said that so many times in my life to people. I just feel that everything I've ever wanted, like it's like laid out in a plan and that I am like, it's just going to happen. Like, and that's what it's been in my past. Like I only, you know, submitted to one college and that because I was like, that's the college I'm going to and went to it. And like, I have these these moments where it's like nope, that's not my life. This is my life and I just like boom, it changes in a minute whether that's changing partners or you know with my husband like he is this perfect partnership and I have had experiences of of past lives with him and and knowing that like foundation it's just I don't want to say it's easy or it's been easy but it it's this ease of just unfolding in a way that feels I don't feel like it's not gonna happen. It feels like it it will, but I've also been told several times, and I feel this. It's also reflected in my human design chart a bit of this lifetime being one of my maybe last ones. I've been told that by other healers and uh, you know Akashic records and mediums and. And also in human design, I'm like in this last phase of when you look at your incarnation crosses, it's like a really deep level in human design. I'm in this last like phase of building a legacy that immortalizes my own direction. That's what my, my cross of incarnation is. And I feel that just, it's like, I I felt it since I was four. I have like stark moments where I felt like, what? who am I back here behind my eyes? Like, who Who am I really? And what is my soul? And I've been here before. And that kind of just knowing that things are going to unfold. So it's really um, moving to just hear my dad come through because the, I do have that fear of like, he died young and, and uh, feeling that sense of, I, I did have that moment after he passed of just you know life is short and i don't want my kids to not experience a lot of life with me because i didn't get that you know with him and i'm i'm not close to my mom in, in any way and so you know feeling that sense of not abandonment but like feeling a little bit like an orphan and like not wanting my kids to feel that way and and having that kind of really moment of of fear, yeah, I would say, fear of really wanting my own kids to have a different experience with their parents, yeah, it's just I'm like so shook by this by this reading, I don't know, I don't know why I wasn't expecting um a reading like this, I'm so grateful. Oh, yay. Well, it really is fascinating. So
0: when you do this work, what happens is I, before the podcast, I would do about a thousand readings a year and you start to see common energy threads, right? Like 50% of the population is working on this. And within the collective, 80% of the population is working on X. And what happens, there's a common energy thread When you lose a parent, if you do not have the other parent here on earth, or if you're not close to that other parent emotionally here on earth, what spirit says is energetically, it feels like you're at a circus, like high wire, tightrope walking across this wire and that there's no net underneath you to catch you anymore versus when you have a parent, even if it's just one parent here on earth that you're still emotionally bonded to, it feels like you're still walking that tight rope of life, but that there's a netting underneath you. So if you fall, you're going to be caught and, and held and secure. And what spirit talks about a lot is that When you have the sense that there's no netting underneath you, it's still not truth, but we have to work through that energy within us. And your dad um, said to tell you this because part of working through that is allowing yourself energetically within your physical body to open up to the family of your choosing here in this lifetime. So Dana is part of the family of your choosing here in this lifetime. Your husband is part of the family of your choosing. There's other people that I can see around you, like mentors that are coming in and other people that you're very close to, spiritually connected, who very much become part of your soul family here. It's up to the person, though, to physically allow that transformation to happen and to be felt within the physical body though. And your dad saying to kind of put some awareness and some attention on that so that you release the fear energy of not being held and that there's no netting underneath you and realize that there is, but that you put
2: it there. Mm. Oh, thank you for yeah. saying that. Cause yeah, that is how how it feels. And I I feel like I Dana can attest. Like I I try to explain that feeling of abandonment or like not having that net. That's the perfect way to explain it. Where it's like when you have that net, you you can't imagine what it feels like to not. It's like, yeah, I know I'm still on this tight wire. Like I'm still doing my own shit. I'm still figuring out my own life. But it's this net that is felt within, like you're saying. And I think for me internally, like not comparing my tight wire to other people and instead like choosing to feel that um, held energy within my body is so helpful. So powerful.
0: Can I say one more thing? When it comes to your dad, I feel like he was an open energetic center for you where there wasn't anything that you ever had to really hold back. Like you really felt seen, heard, known fully by him and you could share 100% of the time. We were kind of going there in the conversation earlier and he brought it back around to that everybody's intuitive in their own way. Everybody has ways of connecting with those loved ones on the other side and deepening our relationship with them. So my dad, after he, well, actually it was about six months before he passed, the movie Interstellar came out. And I remember hearing about that movie like on the car ride to work one day and then getting to work, calling my husband and being like, I don't know what you got going tonight, but cancel your plans because we're going to go to the movie <laughs> Interstellar. And um, I went to go see that movie and I totally knew it was about my dad and I, but I didn't know how much it would come full circle over the years. And knew that I should reach out to him, knew that I should call him, but I didn't reach out and call um, over those six months and ended up later finding out that he felt the same way. Like he wanted to call me. Our egos were just getting in the mix. We should have made the call. We didn't. But now, every single time I see the movie Interstellar, it's a sign. I know that he's wanting to connect to me. Every single time I watch that movie, I get something new out of it, too. Um,
1: oh, same. 100%. But there are
0: just little subtle signs. Yeah, and that movie relates to both of you too. I think our dads, all three of them, thought that they were here for a big, mighty purpose, and um, they realized later on, "Oh shit, no! It's my daughter who is supposed to take that over. I was supposed to do the work to get to the point where they were supposed <laughs> to take it on."
1: Well, yeah, I'm like balling. Me over too. Here. Full um, tears stream because. <laughs>
2: Because that is my dad, definitely like you know, he worked with NASA and he worked like with um, you know, he's an engineer, he built himself up from you know, he's black and he didn't have a college degree. He started off cleaning as a janitor and worked his way up to where he like was the boss over people who had several PhDs and just incredible story, but you know he really instilled in me a love of sci-fi and you know Interstellar is one of my favorite movies of all time and it's just crazy hearing you talk about this because when my dad passed away he was sick for a while and it was right before covid happened and he you know lived in Maryland and he would call me and i was his power of attorney like i w- I flew out there several times to take care of him anyways but he was out there all by himself and he had a friend who would check in on him And he had been in and out of the hospital and he called me, he'd been calling me over several days and I went in to go to a movie and while I was in the movie, like before I went in, he had called me and then, or the hospital had called me. And then I went into the movie and in the movie, I had my phone like in my lap And I got a call from the hospital. So I went out of the theater to take the call and it was my dad and he was, you know, just checking in, but he was kind of not so coherent and, um, not really making sense, but just telling me like, you know, rambling almost about the experience. And I was trying to get off the phone because for me, like this had happened so many different times. So I thought it was like, okay, cool. He's good. He's in the hospital. So I kind of rushed him off the phone because I was at the movies. And then I went back into the theater and that was the last time I talked to my dad. And for me, I had this feeling and I still do all the time of like, I wish I made the call. Like, I wish that, like you said those exact words. I literally thought last night of, I wish that I just had that call and just really took the most of it. And I think that I have a lot of guilt there, but I've been kind of working through that over the last few years. But it's just crazy to hear you share about that and have that be such an experience in my life and that somehow a movie is connected Mm -hmm. (laughs) in both of them. Well, and so this is what I talk about in
0: my book because, and I don't know if you guys have ever had Dr. Julia Mossbridge on your show, but if you haven't, she's one of the most like fascinating guests I've ever had on the podcast. She did her doctorate in the study of love and time. And what she found is that there is a way to connect with the other side. There is a way to connect to your own intuition, but it is a very precise way of you have to go through. She calls it unconditional love. I believe Eckhart Tolle is calling it the present moment, the now. I call it oneness. I say it's God, universe, source's energy, right? The energy of all that is. We're all talking about the same thing. The highest vibration that is unconditional love, oneness, is the way to be like the cell phone tower where you're able to get these downloads, these messages from the other side and really start to learn to build up this relationship with your angels, with your loved ones over there. Because you know how palpably both of your dads loved each of you incredibly. That love, just like Interstellar says, doesn't die. Love itself is a different dimension, right? Love itself is part of the dimension of the other side, is part of the dimension of heaven. And so that love doesn't die, which means that relationship doesn't die. And we talked about in the other podcast how everybody hears their intuition in different ways. Yes, but all of us can learn to tune into those signs. So if interstellar is a sign for you to and you're going about your day and you're minding your own business, working on projects. And all of a sudden you start to see Matthew McConaughey in this movie <laughs> and you you know, start to get like the, the movie is coming up for you. Or maybe you're seeing like the front cover of the movie. It's a sign. It's a symbol. That is a particular sign. I need to connect with you. I need to spend some time with you. And actually, a lot of times I'll sit down or I'll turn that movie on in the background. And you guys ever know that they have a soundtrack for that too? Because the movie,
1: the okay. music
0: in it is just. Soundtrack-
1: Um, Okay. I have to pause you because the (laughs) other day I'm visiting my mom right now. And the other day I was here by her house with my husband getting tea and across the street, there's a random piano that's just sitting on the sidewalk. This guy comes up and he starts playing this gorgeous piece of music. I thought it was like Mozart or Bach or something. My husband goes, that's the soundtrack of Interstellar. And we listened to this guy on the piano, play this piano. And it was the most beautiful thing. And it lasted like 20 minutes because it was a very long score. Then yesterday, I'm here visiting my mom. We walked past and I'm like, hey, there's that piano. This guy played the song from Interstellar last time I was here and I didn't recognize it, but my husband told me it was Interstellar. My mom's like, wow, and this random piano in the street. So that is just blowing my mind that we're having this conversation and that you just mentioned the score and that I'm here visiting my mom where my my brother's energy, I just feel so clearly and my dad. And, anyways so crazy. (laughs) Well, that's how this works, right? Like you, so both of you
0: go home tonight, right. And just connect with dad. Just when I say connect with them on the other side, What I want people on your show to know is that when you think of the details of them, so you just close your eyes and you imagine what dad looked like, what it felt like to give him a hug, what he would be wearing, kind of like what his hair would feel like, what his eye color looks like, what it would be like to like squeeze his hand or kiss his cheek or hear his voice. It's like energetically, you are knocking on his door. On the other side, because everybody has a home on the other side. And you're asking him to come spend time with you or tune into your consciousness in that moment. And so you just say to him, Dad, Interstellar is our symbol. Sign and simple for you wanting to connect with me on something, knowing that I need to tune into my inner wisdom to get the answers that I need in that moment. You're going to tell me that you need to connect with me through Interstellar. You're going to show me the movie or the music. And listen, we are all busy, divine, feminine beings who are doing a ton in this lifetime might not have time to sit down right then and there where you when you see the sign, but you have time later that night or the next morning. And so make that time, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, okay, dad, I'm turning on the interstellar music. I'm connecting with your energy. What is it that you want me to know? And doing some automatic writing and just allowing whatever energy is with you to come through in that moment, you'll start to get better and better at it, the more that you practice it and more and more will come through. I didn't want to research a lot on the both of you before we did this because there was so much that they just wanted spontaneously to come through. One of those things was in the last podcast, they were saying it and they're saying it now. Both of you are actually very highly intuitive in a lot of different ways, not just like one of the clairs, but all of the clairs together. And I really see it as part of both of your purposes to come more and more into that intuition, because as you do Did you know, or have you had this thought, both of you are going to take human design to the next level. There's other pieces of it that you're going to incorporate.
1: Yeah. I mean, we when when human design came into our lives, um, it was the most clear feeling, like we're meant to be doing this. But as we have been teaching it, we start to feel our own way. Of maybe channeling, like we feel in our body, how can we make this more helpful for people? And we see people like just what you're talking about in readings, doing thousands of readings. We feel what is true here, what lands here, how do we describe this? So I think we've really been cultivating maybe our own way of sharing it and teaching it already. And I've been feeling very strongly like, you know, we've written this book, we might write another book. And I was thinking, but it has to be our way, it has to be our message within. The structure of this this system that's been so calling for us,
2: and it's interesting because you know Ra Aruhu who who uh, channeled Human Design. He has you know hundreds of videos online that that people can watch and stuff. And he he kind of the way that he explains Human Design is a little old paradigm, but that's not neither here nor there. But there will be times where. Dana and I will channel something through to a client or through our podcast. And then like a week later, we'll see a clip of Ruhu talking about something and Dana will text me or I'll text her like, you said this exact thing the other day. And it wasn't something that we like learned or studied or whatever. It's this talking about these things that are energetic. And I say that all the time, like human design, all these many different teachers or teachings are trying to put language to something that is felt, that is energetic. And so there's many different ways to say it, but when you tap into the energetics, what that actually feels like, and then try to give voice to that and language to it, you're channeling that energy. And I think that we found that just, and it surprised us as well, so many different times where it's like, Damn, like that didn't come from me, but that came through me. And it, holy shit, like okay. And it's kind of like these clues that are along the way of okay, let's let's keep going. Let's for whatever reason human design was meant to channel through us in this time right now. So anyways, it's just like feels really good to hear you say that you have felt that both in the last podcast and this one of human design coming through.
0: Well, and it's the seraphim standing right next to your dad. So this is what happens for me in sessions is that like around you both, it's about like a U shape or a horseshoe shape around your head. And there are all these angels, all these loved ones, and they'll step forward and they'll say something and then they'll step back. And whoever's stepping forward, it's who's working on that particular topic within your spirit team. So um, the seraphim are angels who really came here to shift to, you know, when they kind of say like the veil is thinning between us and the other side, That's the seraphim bringing that through. And they started that in 2011. The seraphim said from 2011 forward within our lifetime, there'll be um, 14 waves of healers and we're on the third wave of healers right now. And that's you, right? And they were very, very clear with your dads as they stepped forward that what you're going to create is not already within human design. It's an extension. It's an add-on. It's another piece. The guy who created human design, is he still here on earth? No. Right. Okay. Because his energy is with both of you too. Sometimes you'll see spiritual masters with folks as well. And he said, what I created wasn't finished.
1: I can't respond because I'm crying. Wow. I have felt that so much. <gasps> I felt that so much. I I feel like I can kind of speak to him. Not that I hear him say things to me, but I feel his presence there. And I feel like his support and passing the torch kind of energy, like really wanting us to do our own thing and continue being unique in the way that we're teaching or sharing, like not a copy of, but that is so affirming and special to hear and it really like struck my heart like a thousand butterflies. <laughs>
0: That's exciting. The seraphim keep talking to about this other piece. And this is for all healers, like listening to your show right now too. Um, there's a big lesson that they've been bringing in, but it's one that you guys have felt over the years with one another, which is as we come into this new realm of energy and build new systems, it can't happen the way that it did formally. And one of the ways that it has to change is it's not siloed to one person. It has to come through partnerships. It has to come through us connecting with others. And you found that both with one another, but there's a couple more, I feel like there's a couple of people that you know already, but there's a couple more that you don't know that are gonna be coming in. And it's all part of like, Everybody has a piece of the puzzle, but as we work together, we have the entire full picture. We have the key, and we don't have it alone. So they're so grateful to you and proud of you for coming together and creating all that you have together. Because what they said is, and they're going back to your life plan with this part of that was written in your life plan to teach others through your partnership how to open others to partnerships as well
2: wow okay i'm having so many different light bulbs <laughs> go, go off <laughs> cuz in the in the human design space you know there's really only a handful of Of leaders in this, like, more new paradigm human design space. And I think old paradigm and how things are formally done in the business world, in like corporate worlds, and just how we have made money, things like that. It's like you're in competition with other people. And the main thing that keeps coming through is like that coming together, like this wave of healers that you're talking about. Coming together to amplify more healing, and that everybody does bring this different piece that creates this key. Like that, it's so funny. It's something that we talk about. And I never thought of it in the same way as with human design guides in this space. And so that's just really like a big light bulb moment for me. But in Dana and I's relationship, you know, in human design, very technically, our charts complete each other, like our channels go straight down the middle. And that that's significant in that the middle channels um, in the body graph are like channeling and like straight through your body from source. And the way that our charts connect, it really like clicks into gear where we can just together come into like channeling and communicating in a clear way that really helps people and makes forward progress. And together we create this manifesting generator. So it's why in our business we have like a podcast and a course and a book and a membership and like so many different facets, products and so many different things like a manifesting generator, but separately Dane and I are both projectors. So It's just our partnership together has been one of the biggest gifts and lessons and reasons why we've been able to birth things. It's like almost through that birth canal when we come together, things just pop out. And I think that it's, once again, not something that we've tried to do. It just like happened because it was meant to do. Yeah.
0: Because it's part of your life path, path part of your life plan. Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love that so much. Do you ever use the higher self at all
2: in human design? So we do. Um, and human design does talk about, you know, your highest expression and deconditioning to become your highest expression. So Dana, did you want
1: to add in there? yeah. And, you know, when we talk about this analogy of like your body is the vehicle, your mind is the passenger, your higher self, if you will, is the one driving, like the person in the driver's seat. So when you are using your body correctly, you kind of align and like allow, if you will, that higher self to drive for you. So you're still empowered. You're still making the decisions. You're still accessing your body. But it's like in doing that, you align with Mm -hmm. the higher self or soul or God or you know whatever it is that you really identify with. For me, it's definitely, I feel like my highest self driving. And like you allow that to happen. You allow that higher self to drive for you sort of. So that's really, we like to encourage people to connect as much as they can with that because I feel like it eases the mind because you know we're like trying to drive it's like i have no idea where i'm going because i can't see the future but it's like your higher self can your higher self knows your path and draws you magnetically towards the the places the people the experiences that are going to be right for you but you still do your part in allowing that to happen and making the choices where you do like allow that to happen
0: So when you want to connect with your dad, that's one thing, but then there's times where you want to connect with your entire spirit team. And I talk about this in the book and what your angels all stepped forward on and said is connect with your higher self first and through her recognize that there is all that wisdom right behind her of all of your spirit team right there, bringing through sure that you have the best connection, the best clarity coming through. And through connecting with her, you're also bringing in a ton of like downloads and information that needs to come through. I'm just so excited. This has been like the most fun experience to like do two shows in one day.
1: (laughs) Yes, I honestly, I agree. I cannot tell you how grateful and uh, just the feeling of perfect alignment, perfect destiny, per- the fact that we get to connect with you today. I am so grateful for the messages that you shared and the work that you do and the way that you shine your light in the world. It's just so inspiring. And your messages were. So deep, like I feel a little bit speechless actually. Like, I don't really know how to express how resonant they were. And also, what you said about the three of us having our dads, this has been an experience a lot. I feel like our dads have aligned us with other friends who have lost their dad in some way. And uh, that feeling of your dad building his whole life to then have you be the one, his daughter. That really shines in this world. So, the resonance that I feel with you, Julie, and feeling your power and your just brilliance, and feeling your dad and feeling the alignment like, I just feel so connected. And I'm so grateful for all of our listeners. I mean, this podcast episode, I think, will just be the introduction of like obsession into your work. So I'm excited that people can go to your site and learn more about how they can really access this intuition and connect with their guides and their angels and their loved ones and get all of the wisdom and love that's available for us at every second if we are really connected to tuning into that. So thank you so much for sharing your messages. And I'd love to hear if you want to share with us a little bit about what you have going on over in your, in your world and what people can connect with and how they can uh, work with you and learn from you.
0: Oh, thank you so much for that. So my work is all about empowering other people to get to the same point that I'm at, where they really clearly hear their intuition. They very clearly are able to connect with their angels and their loved ones on the other side. And so I have a couple of different methods for that. I have a book, called Angels and Awakening. It's the same title as my podcast. And it walks you through a 12-week program of really how you start building this relationship with the other side and really coming into your own intuition. I do sessions, but for people who want to work with me more regularly, I have an angel membership where we do live events almost every week. We have guests. Facilitators, and you guys will be um, coming in as guest speakers next year in 2023. I also have my Angel Reiki School where I teach people and certify people in this work. And my program is unique with the Angel Reiki School because it's not just one focus. We're focused on developing all of your spiritual gifts. So you're learning mediumship. You're learning how to bring through angel messages. You're learning Reiki. You're learning just really how to develop that intuition to the most, you know, its fullest potential. And so that's all over on theangelmedium.com, um, or you can follow me at on Instagram, at angelpodcast.
2: Wow. I just have to say, you know, you are in so much alignment with your human design, and you didn't know about human design, which is just delicious because... We always say you don't need human design. Like, if you're tapped into your truth and listening to your body, like these are the things that come inherently to you, you can find your own alignment. And it's not, I don't want to say rare, but very, very uncommon to meet someone who is using all of their gifts in that alignment just naturally through listening and trusting and. Really doing—I don't want to say doing the work, but taking the that aligned action to honor the truth that's coming through to you. And you know, I didn't even look at this before, but your cross of incarnation—this is like a big part of your life purpose, the energy that you're here to be in the world, to your friends, your family, anyone that you come in contact with—it's actually the same cross as Raaruhu, and it's—it's it's all about using your intuition to cut straight to the core and deliver messages that really hit and impact and change people's lives. And you just are that that energy that that gift. I mean this whole podcast has been like cutting straight to the core that we're like speechless and crying the whole time and I'm sure that you are that without trying to be that in every b- being's life that you are energetically connected to. And I'm just so grateful that we got to bask in your amazing gifts in this time with you.
0: Oh, thank you so, so much. It's been such a wonderful, like I feel the exact same way. I feel like this is the beginning of just a beautiful friendship between all three of us. And I'm so excited to see where spirit wants it to go and, and just to work together. So thank you so much. And I just appreciate both of you and the work that you're doing because, man, I did not know those things about human design, but I sure wish I did 20 years ago because it would
2: have saved a lot of time learning these lessons throughout the years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's powerful.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And we're excited to just keep the conversation going. And I know that all of our listeners are going to be so excited to tune into your podcast and listen more and just be able to soak up. I mean, I just feel so deeply inspired right now. So I'm sure everyone else listening feels the exact same way. So thank you for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and your time with us today.
0: Oh, of course. It was such a blessing to be here. Thank you.